0: Good afternoon, Augusta and surrounding areas. This is Janice Allen Jackson, welcoming you to the May 13th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by the Augusta Regional Airport, and as always, my firm, Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. As you approach election season, Uh, The election uh, will be held on June 9th. Early voting will start on May 18th. This show and all others from now until June 10th will be about the election. If you missed our show last week, uh, we talked about several things designed to make sure that you are ready. We went over all of the elections that are on the ballot uh, at the local and state levels. Uh, We talked about the qualifying fees to get on the ballot and why candidates have to devote so much time and energy to raising funds. Uh, We also uh, reviewed the MVP or My Voter Paid system on the Georgia Secretary of State's website. Uh, You can go there to get any information about the status of your absentee ballot application, uh, what your polling place is, uh, which districts you are in for the various state and local offices, uh, and federal offices and we also very importantly reviewed my schedule for which races we will have candidates come in to the show to discuss uh, on today is the day that we cover Augusta Commission District 1. Uh, next week, May 20th, we'll discuss or we'll invite candidates in who are running for Augusta Commission District 3. On May 27th, we'll have candidates for Augusta Commission District 9. And then on June 3rd, we'll be Public Safety Day with candidates for Sheriff, Marshall, and Coroner. Uh, as we uh, also discussed on that day, we discussed the uh, what questions are on the ballot. There are a number of advisory questions on the Democratic and Republican ballots. Uh, we ran through that list of questions, and we also discussed the availability of Ballotpedia, uh, which is where you can go to... We also discussed the availability of Ballotpedia, uh, which is where you can go to get information on candidates running for various offices. If you missed last week's show or for that matter, if you missed any other show, uh, please go to SoundCloud. Uh, I have a podcast set up there. You just go on the Internet, type in SoundCloud and Local Matters podcast, and you'll be able to see any of the previous shows. Uh, I started this program back on March 4th and anything uh, that I've done since that time is listed there. So you are welcome to go to that page and you can share. The technology makes it very easy for you to share it via text or email uh, or social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc., cetera, uh, with anyone that you want to. So uh, if you missed any shows, that information is always available because I am providing this information uh, to help you in your civic duty of uh, voting and participating in the affairs of local and state government. Um, as I indicated today we're going to discuss uh with uh have candidates from District One. I did invite all of our candidates to be a part of the program today um, Unfortunately, there are five can fortunately, there are five candidates unfortunately, two of them did not respond, so we have three candidates that are going to be a part of our program today. uh Those three candidates are Jordan Johnson. Michael Thurman, and Dolly Jones. Uh, We'll have uh, recordings from them. Uh, We asked two questions of all of those candidates. The two questions are, first, what is your most significant accomplishment in your public life? And next, if you could make one thing happen for Augusta, uh, what would it be? Uh, So we gave each one of those candidates up to four minutes to discuss those questions, and we'll play those back uh, shortly. However, before we do that, I want to talk about what the role of a commissioner is. Uh, A lot of times when we go to the ballot, I think uh, we think about this as a popularity contest. Almost Uh, we go in and we say, oh, well, well, I know him. I know her. So I'm going to go ahead and cast my vote for that particular person. Uh, Instead, what I'd like you to think about doing is gathering um, as much information as possible and seeing if that person matches the job description that you are hiring for. Many times in uh, politics, uh, we don't even look at the job description before we decide who we're going to vote for. So we're going to spend a little time this afternoon looking at the job description for a commissioner um, and From there, what I'd like you to be able to do is take a look at what the job calls for and match up the background of those candidates to determine who it is that you want to support. As I have said from the outset with this program, it is not my job to tell you who to vote for. I don't endorse candidates. One of the major reasons that I don't is because I still hold my membership in the International City County Managers Association and Uh, We refrain from endorsing candidates in our professional roles. Uh, We're there always to provide information, but it's up to you to make up your mind about uh, whether you're going to endorse anyone for office. So, uh with that being said, um I also want to point out one other thing. I know that because some of you have your absentee ballots already, you may have already cast your votes and submitted those um, I typically, and this is just me personally, I typically do not try to cast my votes too early uh One of the reasons I don't is because there are candidate forums coming up uh, that you don't that you want to get used to as an opportunity to get information, to gather information about the candidates and hear what they have to say. I think the last forum I've heard about is like the first week in June. Uh, Obviously, you don't want to get your ballot in too late, but you also want to take advantage of all of that time to gather information. Uh, One of the other reasons that I try not to vote too early is that Many times in politics, there will be information that comes out very close to an election. Uh, That information may be negative or positive about a particular candidate. And I don't necessarily think I have to believe whatever it is I hear, but I do want to know about it and factor that into my decision making. So uh, I would ask you to do likewise uh, so that you have as much information, you have the opportunity to, take as, to get as much information as you can about those candidates so that, again, that you can exercise your own sound judgment about how you're going to go about that. Uh, one of the other things I want to point out to you today before we listen to our candidates is uh, from the smartvoter.org voter, website. On that website, it gives you some ideas about how you judge candidates. It helps you decide what you are to look to look for in a candidate, how you found out more information about candidates, how you evaluate their stances on particular issues, and uh, how you evaluate the leadership abilities of your candidates. Uh, one of the things... <clears throat> that is always helpful is to talk to people. If there are people in your community, in your circle, in your family, in your house of worship, uh, I invite you to talk to those folks about particular candidates because sometimes they're going to be things that you, they know about uh, someone's history that you may not know. Uh, and it gives you an opportunity to get that feedback. Um, again, like I said, we all have to take comments with a grain of salt because we don't know how uh, valid or invalid those comments might be. Uh, But as responsible and uh, thinking voters, uh, you take all of that information, you evaluate it, you determine what it's worth in your own mind, and then you make decisions. So let's talk a little bit about the role of a commissioner. Uh, Commissioners are elected by you, the voters, to oversee the operations of uh, Augusta, Richmond County's consolidated government. Uh, The two largest responsibilities they have are approving a budget and setting tax rates uh, to go along with that. So there's the issue of financial management of the organization. Uh, the budget for Augusta is over $850 million when you include all funds. Uh, uh, and that Uh, entails everything that they collect and intend to spend in a particular year for all types of projects, for staff, uh, for operations of the buildings, and so forth, all of those things that comprise the Augusta government, over $850 million. Uh, It is the job of the staff, uh, finance director, and and the administrator to uh, present a budget a recommended budget to the commission, and it's the commission's job to deliberate on that budget and to uh, determine whether those recommendations address their priorities for our community. So um, budget management, financial management, setting tax rates, setting rates for fees, uh, those are major responsibilities of commissioners. Uh, The next major responsibility of commissioners is selecting the people who work there. Uh, The commissioners are responsible for selecting four people. Uh, That is the administrator, the general counsel who handles legal work, uh, the clerk who handles the records, and The compliance director who handles ADA, uh, small business, ADA as in Americans with Disabilities Act, small business activities, as well as uh, equal employment opportunity investigations and activities. They select those four. People. Uh, in addition, the administrator is responsible for uh, recommending persons to serve in department director roles, and the commission is responsible for approving or disapproving those recommendations for hiring as well as firing of department directors. So while the commissioners do not run the day-to-day operations of the government, they are responsible for selecting the people who do. So you need uh, folks who can handle those responsibilities in the position of commissioners. Next is setting priorities and building ordinances, plans, and programs around those particular priorities. Uh, we'll hear the candidates who are about to come in talk about various issues that are important to them. That's why I ask, you know, if you could make one thing happen, what would it be? The commissioners are responsible for Putting a structure in place, and when I say structure, I mean largely ordinances and approving programs and directives uh, that would address the various goals and priorities that they have. So... You've got the idea of setting strategic direction for an organization, policy direction, and strategic direction for an organization. You've got financial management, and you've got selecting people to carry out whatever it is that they put in place. I hope that, in general, gives you an idea of what uh, you, whether what, res- what you're hiring somebody to do when you vote for them for a commission slot. Uh, With that being said, at this point, I will now play the responses of the three candidates who did respond to my request Uh, in this order. They are Michael Thurman, Jordan Johnson, and Dolly Frazier-Jones. Hi, my name
1: is Michael Thurman, and I'm running for uh, the seat of commissioner for, for one in Augusta, Georgia. And my most significant accomplishment in public life has been the two boards that I've had the privilege to serve on. The first board being the Housing and Community Development Board. Not only have we been able to have uh, many houses and even apartment buildings built where dilapidation once stood, but we've also been able to attract a small grocery store known as Good Foods Market that should be building either later this year or early next. The other board I was on was the Sheriff Roundtree's Advisory Board, and I was... uh, able to assist the sheriff in obtaining raises for his deputies. I'm a very strong supporter of uh, public safety, and I'm going to make sure that they have all the tools necessary to make sure that our safety is a top priority. There are lots of other things on the horizon once I'm elected. And if I could make one thing happen for Augusta, it would be the eradication of the blight in some of the neighborhoods in the three Oh nine Oh one and three Oh nine Oh six area codes. I started to tackle this on my own at the age of 18, buying a house in Apple Valley that nobody else wanted. We need to work together on this issue to make sure that we do our best to get it eradicated. And we need to make sure that people know that uh, a common person, anybody, can buy some of these dilapidated houses for next to nothing, and you can fix them up and make them a home to be proud of. If you don't like the neighborhood where the houses are located, You can partner with the sheriff's office to report report suspicious activities and clean up that neighborhood. Believe me, I've done just that on Holden drive off central Avenue. It was full of boarded up drug infested houses that nobody wanted. And now after a few years of working with the people that live there and acquiring some of those troubled properties, we've been able to transform that into a neighborhood that people who've lived there for 60 years say they feel safer and quieter than ever. Together, we can accomplish anything. So please remember, vote for Michael Thurman, District 1 Commissioner, on June 9th. Thank you. He in life has always been well done, is better than well said. So together, we can eradicate uh, the blight that is. Uh, Brampant and uh, 30901 and in some 30906 neighborhoods we can provide housing for those who don't have it and we can uh, make houses that we can be proud of that we can raise our families and uh, be able to turn around and look and say hey I did that I did that on my own and now I have something that I can leave my children so once again together we can accomplish anything As long as we work together, as long as we have a common goal and common focus, we can make Augusta the most amazing place on this planet to live. Hey, I'm Jordan Johnson. I'm running for Richmond County Commissioner
2: uh, to represent District 1. You know, I've been fortunate to uh, be able to serve Augusta for the past uh, five to six years in many capacities. I think one of the biggest capacities has been chairman of the Richmond County Democratic Party. I was elected to that position at the age of 23 years old. But one of the uh, biggest accomplishments I think I can think of other than studying and other than uh, just basic service was in 2016 when my my stepfather passed, I was awarded the Community Together as One Award from WNRR. Uh, And I was also the Giving Your Best Award recipient from WRDW. And I think during those turbulent times in my life, I didn't stop serving. It speaks a lot to my character. Um, Outside again, outside of all of the public accomplishments that I was able to make, those stood out to me because those were such difficult times of a life, and it sort of ties into what I want to be able to accomplish as a commissioner, you know, being someone who is a servant, someone who wants to engage the Augusta community, who wants to engage District 1 by way of town hall meetings and community, uh, you know, community panels, community boards that, you know, help make decisions for the district. You know, at the end of my term, I would like to have been able to say that we were able to, you know, uh, you know, present. Affordable housing to families that we were able to eradicate the food desert in district one that we were able to up the engagement that we were able to invest in infrastructure Uh, I want to be able to see a different Augusta district one one that reflects how Augusta looks, but also doesn't change the fabric of the community So those are some of the some of the sort of things that I want to be able to be able to reflect back on at the end of my term uh, Once you elect me to the commission. Because our district needs leadership. It needs change. It needs someone who will show up every day
0: and work on behalf
2: of the people of the district. Uh, and so I'm lending myself to that type of service and I'm excited about it. And I'm encouraging the district, whether old or young, black or white, to get excited too because we can actually uh, bring forth some real change these next four years. You know, when you look at District 1, it paints a picture that's different from any other district. One of the biggest issues that I see our district facing is issues around blight. You know, in any direction that you go in District 1, with the exception of some beautiful businesses in downtown Augusta and some beautiful developments popping up almost every other day, seems like, you have communities that are suffering um, from blight and from issues that are surrounding blight whether that may be gentrification or whether that may be uh, low income or poverty. I would like to see Augusta get intentional about how we go about black. One thing that I like is how this current budget, well, the next budget looks, uh, the dollars has been allocated for black removal, but I would like to be able to see us enact policies and ordinances in place that will hold landowners and landlords accountable for the conditions that they leave communities in. You know, I speaking to folks in Sand Hills, where houses upon house is blighted. They want to be able to see their communities restored to the value that it was when they first moved in. You know, that goes into protecting people who bought property in certain neighborhoods, who raised families in certain neighborhoods, and who just wanted to live their lives there. We have to continue to protect folks while preparing for the future and making sure that communities are rid of blight while addressing some of the more pressing social issues like poverty uh, and, and food deserts. It's going to be extremely important these next four years. And so I want to make sure that we are building relationships with commissioners, we're building relationships with department heads, but also building relationships with the non-government uh, organization as a city. That's going to be critically important
3: my name is dolly fraser jones and i am running for commissioner of district one i'm running on the theme of community revitalization via economic development for a better district one and of course this theme i would like for it to as if we try and develop it without exploitation to those who are disenfranchised but to answer the first question what have i Or, what is my accomplishment? I have been working public service all of my life. Matter of fact, I'm retired from the U.S. City Police Department. And I find the most, the number one thing that I've done, and my greatest accomplishment is reaching out, helping others. Helping others. Personally, I have um, mission outreach wherein I allow people that have no place to stay emergency be able to stay without price or charge of any way or those that may be not able to eat are times when we prepare or send them to a restaurant or buy food for them and reaching out to help others from family to friends to strangers this has been my life all of my life now I think the one thing that we should do and Augusta, of what I would do. Uh, <laughs> we know the viruses come in, so I'm not giving anybody any false hopes to say what I am doing, but I would love to do. I put it in that term, I would love to do. And that is to um, bring Augusta to its true name, the Garden City. How do we do it? Through community revitalization and economic development. Um, there is a lot of, there are a lot of things that we need to take into consideration that is proper housing, affordable rent as well as accessible home ownership, also job training for jobs in the downtown east side. We also need to go and help our youth, our children, our young people, better playground equipment. Uh, mentorship for them, young adults as well as children, health care as far as uh, our seniors and our elderly, the air that we breathe, especially in the East Augusta, is not healthy. we need to hold, industry accountable for air pollution in these areas. We also want to make sure that and, and also the one thing in making Augusta be the Garden City and Uh, developing, uh, developing community revitalization and economic development. We need police presence, we need our roads, our streets paved, we need retail shops. We can use the river to have restaurants and aquariums, botanical gardens. These are the things that will make our city look better, more enjoyable. And it would be financially uh, um, bringing funds, revenue, for our city, antique shops, <laughs> a downtown flea market. So those are some of the things, just a few of the things that I'd like to see done. Thank you so much.
0: Now that you've had an opportunity to hear from those candidates, this is the time for you to decide what you're looking for in a candidate. Think through what they identified as priorities and how that matches up with your priorities um, and evaluate how their stands on issues relate to and are consistent with your own. I would also encourage you to gather as much information about those candidates. I know some of them have sent out mailings to your home. Um, I know a lot of times we're tempted just to throw those in the trash without giving them a serious look. Uh, But please do. Uh, You can go on to their websites if they have campaign websites. Uh, You can also check news reports, uh, Google them in the newspapers. Uh, television news stations here locally to see if there have been any articles in which they appeared, um, just to get more information, to get a chance to. Uh, process how they think and how they talk, Uh, I would also encourage you to just reach out to their campaigns. All I did to get them here was email them uh, and they responded to those emails. So you can email candidates and see what type of information they're willing to provide. Uh, They all know that campaigning is different now because of our social distancing requirements. They know they can't get out and have rallies and uh, come out to various public events and functions like they would have previously. And they know that means that they have to do things differently. So uh, just by uh, making a call, uh, emailing them, checking things out, I think that they would be happy to hear from you uh, because they would be happy that you're serious about learning more about them. Um, I also want to point out that at the municipal building there is an absentee ballot drop box that was installed uh, back on May 5th. Uh, It is at the front entrance of the municipal building located at 535 Telfair Street. I will tell you that I plan to use this drop box because um, I don't want to risk my ballot not arriving in time. I don't want to risk it getting lost. So I plan to drive it up to the municipal building and drop it off hand delivered. Uh, I do want to warn you that only the following individuals may possess or deliver an absentee ballot on behalf of a voter. First, the voter, him or herself, the voter's mother. Father, grandparent, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, spouse, son, daughter, niece, nephew, grandchild, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, mother-in-law, father-in-law, brother-in-law or sister-in-law or any individual residing in the same household of the voter as well for individuals with disabilities, their caretakers can bring their ballots in. So I just want to let you know that that opportunity is there. And I think that is a sound opportunity for uh, folks to make sure that, uh, particularly if they don't want to put it in the mail to make sure that it gets there on time. I certainly hope this has been informative for you. Next week, as I indicated, we'll have commission candidates for District 3 on May 20th, and May 27th will be candidates for commission District 9. Uh, As we prepare to close out, I want to thank you again for being with us and remind you that all of these shows are on my SoundCloud uh, Local Matters podcast page. You can go back at any time to review or share those if there's more information that you need. Also reminding you that. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. You can uh, email me via my website, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com. There's a contact us page where you can share any comments as well. You can share comments on those videos on SoundCloud. If you would like to sponsor the show uh, or uh, be recommend a guest for us, uh, please feel free to suggest uh, there on my website as well. Uh as always closing out I offer you my favorite Bible verse from Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community and offering you wisdom for decision making to make sure that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in with us next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. because local matters. Thank you.